Why would you look outside yourself when you have all of the world inside? One, two, three, four. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Shady Side Podcast. My name is Shaden Hartley, and I'm your host. Thank you so much for taking time to tune in to this. I hope that you enjoy today's listen, and I'll talk to you soon. Your heart is the sun, and it shines as it opens. Well, your heart is the sun, and it shines as it opens. Your bones are the earth, and they sing with the mountains. Well, your bones are the earth, and they sing with the mountains. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to episode two of The Shady Side. So in today's episode, I have a really great friend of mine, Madison Pitcher, and I love everything that we dug into today. Actually, afterwards we finished, I think an hour went by, maybe like a few, and I was like, hey, um, are you ready for like a part two? Because <laughs> I, I mean, after we got done, there were so many other things that I was like, wow, like I totally wish we would have talked about more. So this is all honestly all really, really exciting for me. And I feel like after listening back everything that we had talked about on here, I think it's all just enough to kind of leave this first episode with her, but just know she will be back. (laughs) So, um, yeah. How are you guys doing? How is your week going? Would love to hear that. If you want to send me a message, let me know how your week is going. My week is going very, very great. I recently started a job at a coffee shop out here in Vegas. And so I am really, really loving it. I have never worked in a coffee shop before. I have worked possibly every job you could think of, but definitely ready to try new ones. Um, But this job that I'm working right now is so cool. I don't know how you guys are in high stress situations or whenever there's a lot of stuff going on, but that's honestly when I thrive. Like that is my, that is my go-to when there's so much stuff going on and you just have to get stuff done. Like, that is, that is just where I thrive in. There is some sort of, like, peace that I have in chaos. I love it. So, um, I have started this new job at the coffee shop. I'm learning how to make coffees and, like, I guess, like, the history of coffee and what exactly goes into it and what each one is made out of and all of that. So, I'm really, really loving it. I love all of my coworkers. They're all such really cool people. So are the managers. It's, it's just honestly such a really cool place to work. So, I, um, I'm really loving it, this whole new pace of life. Um, this is a beautiful Saturday that I am recording on, so it's my day off, and I think today is the day that I'm going to try and conquer Turtlehead Peak in Red Rock. I had a really great friend that I made at the climbing gym that I go to, and she's gonna let me borrow her climbing pad, like a crash pad to go climbing on for, like, the next five days. And I'm just going to take it out and check out some boulders out here. That's something that I really, uh, really have picked up lately is uh, rock climbing over the past eight months. And it's honestly so fun. It's really cool because I really see how whatever my mindset is for the day, it really shows up with how I climb. Because if you're having a bad day or if you're just being down on yourself, like, you you can't really do a problem very well. I mean, at least I can. It, it's hard for me to kind of, like, put all that stuff on pause. 
So whenever I'm having a really, really good day, I feel like that's whenever I'm like, yeah, I should go to the climbing gym today because then I know that I'm going to have like a good climb. So I think that climbing is something that I got into. I mean, I I had done a lot of group fitness and we're going to talk about a lot of this in the podcast today with Madison, but for so long I did, I did group fitness for a while and, you know, the True Fusion at LVAC, I was very, very in love with body. I feel like every type of movement is very, very important throughout the day and more of like an exertion of getting a lot out. I feel like everyone needs that throughout the day and then it helps them. I feel like that helps you overcome other things in your day-to-day life as well, is when you can really push yourself when you're working out, you know, you have that exertion, you have that release and everything, and then you feel great after. And I feel like that also plays a part in how you take on everything else throughout your day and everything else throughout your life is that whenever something crazy starts happening or if you're like hitting that point of like, oh my gosh, and then, you know, eventually it pops and everything settles and everything's good. So I feel like working out is such a great way to teach your mind that and to teach your body that, that, you know, you just got to keep going and then it gets better. So, um, in today's episode, Madison really, really goes into so many great things and she talks about this, um, this brand that she started called Mad Moves and how exactly that came about and what it entails. And she talks about her fitness journey, her dance journey, a lot of stuff about, you know, um, unlearning things and you know, a lot of really great stuff. So I am really happy if you have decided to check out episode two of The Shady Side. So um, I hope you guys are all having a really great day, a really great week. And I'm going to go ahead and sign off. And I hope you guys enjoy this this episode and I will talk to you guys after it. Boom, okay. boom, boom. Here boom. we go. Boom. And we're here. Welcome. We have Madison Pitcher with us today. What up, what up? What an honor. Hello. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good today. I'm super sore, actually, if I'm going to be real with you. Super sore. I'd be on that grind, you know. <laughs> Got a vacation coming up. I've been killing it in the gym every day, nice. you know, on, on my grind. Yeah. But sore muscles are happy muscles. And um, what workout did you do today? Oh, God. I'm over at um, FSY. Did some tread legs and butt day today. Ooh, I'm more of a hot room person. I'm more, mm-hmm. I love group fitness. Yeah. Um, everyone finds that out about me very quickly. Um, it's where I teach over at FSY in Henderson. Some mm-hmm. people may know I teach hot Pilates and cycle, but I get my ass in the tread room to get an extra, extra boost. Yeah. I think everyone should at least spend mm-hmm. like some time in their life, like feeling what equivalent to death, like <laughs> yes. that tread is equivalent to death for me. And if I could, you know, f- feel that and test my strength in that way at least once a week Mm -hmm. I think I'm doing okay (laughs) absolutely I love that yeah I I love group fitness the whole idea of just kind of like everyone pushing each other along and everything like that oh it's the best and so you you're a fitness instructor so how does that feel like being on the other end compared to like taking the classes oh like being a student versus a oh I I love being a student I always say you're a student first um Mm -hmm. I'm actually 
I've had my cycle certification for over two years now, and this weekend I'm actually taking a training um, just because I believe that there's always more that you can learn. You know, I have the cert- certification, I have the knowledge, but I don't have all of it, um, and I never will have all of it. So now that I have some more free time on my hands as I'm working towards my dreams and my goals, I know that um, knowledge is power. So. I'm going this weekend to find out some more and dig deeper mm-hmm. as a cycle instructor. But mm-hmm. so as a student, um, I think you're always a student first. So yeah, nice. I enjoy it a lot. It's my it's my favorite thing to be yeah. a student. Nice. And and I know that you do cycling and Pilates. Do you have like a favorite one out of that? Because I, I feel like usually mm-hmm. you know when when we had first became great friends and I was going to your different classes, like mm-hmm. I automatically thought of cycle when right. I thought of you. Yeah, and, and everyone says yeah. that. And yeah, and you've also taken my Pilates. I love your Pilates class. Thank you, yeah. Like, it's so, it really, you're like such a great instructor. It doesn't, for me, you know, people ask me that all the time, what do you like better? And for me, it's like I, I go through phases. Whenever I, f- I feel, it's, it's whatever I feel in, momentum with like with cycle and pilates i'm so um focused on the beat that my muscles could be dying and i just don't even know it like mm-hmm. i once you step on the mat or or clip into the bike it's like you're you're lost for that 45 minutes so mm-hmm. i can commit to both pretty easily and love them both equally um but as you know i think dance fitness has my heart mm-hmm. which yes. is what med moves is going to be all about and so even just like bringing dance into that, you know, we're going to get a little bit more into like, like your story and, and how you even got into that. But, you know, if you would like think about correlating how you were doing dance for so long, you went to school for dance and now you're a fitness instructor. How do you feel like that set you up for being a fitness instructor, even how you feel like with both of those? Right. Well, as a dance major in college, um, you're forced to be an athlete automatically. Mm -hmm. I found cycle and Pilates and yoga once I was in college as my cross training and it built me, I went, I skyrocketed levels within my artistry through fitness. So I was like, I gotta get more on this. How do I teach? How do I, how do I improve and help others improve? You know, it's like Mm -hmm. someone's, somebody's got to feel what I'm feeling, you know, the magic of movement. Someone's got to feel it. And for me, it is just movement, whether it's fitness or dance, it's, it's the quality of the beat moving with your body. That's Mm -hmm. magical for me. So Mm -hmm. dance fitness was something inspired by my dance teacher in high school. She called it extreme dance fitness. Mm -hmm. And we would, we were forced to take it two times a week. And it's like, who? can't love this like all the dance moms came like you feel like a you just feel like a badass you feel like you can conquer anything if you're when your body is moving to that beat and you're sweating and Mm -hmm. your heart's pounding and you're you're breaking down walls minute by minute second by second when that teacher counts down from 10 you know like stuff is shredding from you stuff is pouring from you releasing and it's like it's it's unstoppable you are unstoppable and that feeling is like no other so um wow I feel like I got sidetracked (laughs) with the feeling that's the feeling you know so I got inspired to kind of make up my own thing um because I was like I love fitness and you know the Pilates thing was cool the cycle thing was cool dance fitness is cool but overall I'm a mover you know it's what I do it's what I it's what I do I move you know if I'm sitting still I I'm like there's a beat in my body somewhere (laughs) you know um so I created something called Mad Moves that's going to be more than a dance fitness class, but in that dance fitness class, 
it's the celebration of your movement. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. So whether I choreograph something, it's a move to a beat that can make you feel strong and powerful, but also celebrated. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between Zumba and dance fitness and Mad Moves. Is mm-hmm. Mad Moves is you want you're gonna feel your, yourself overcoming within you know the seconds or minutes, and I feel like people run out of patience for the the moment that they're waiting for. Mm-hmm. And with Mad Moves is. It's what one of the things I preach is, you know, the moment is going to end, but the movement never stops. Mm-hmm. Right. So through Mad Moves, was we're, we're moving through it. We're always moving through it. We're moving through that 60-second squat that you're holding or that 20-second Tabata, like, just like you're going to hold on to that hour-long meeting that you're dreading or that, that day that you are just absolutely fearing so badly for. Um, yeah, just... Keep on moving. That's yeah. that's the mad move is to keep on going. And we can get into it way, way deeper with yeah. the personal brand of it. But the personal yeah. brand of it just has to do with the authenticity and, and the ability to reach your imagination within yourself. Like, I think if you can dream something inside of yourself, you can instantly become it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only way you're going to know is if you try. Mm-hmm. And the mad move is to try. The mad move is to, you know, to show up to be there, whether it's something as small as, you know, waking up when your alarm, when your first alarm goes up or, you know, cooking yourself a fantastic <clears throat> breakfast, you know, that's, that's going to be good for you. So yeah, Mad Moves is something that my best friend and I, who is Sarah, Sarah Kircher, mm. she needs to be shouted out on here, are creating and are going to be coming up within this summer so summer 2021 um yeah we hope to see people join us in our dance fitness join us in our movement because honestly if whatever that you believe in that's inside of you wouldn't be there if it wasn't true so mad moves is a place to come and find that and experience um wow wow (laughs) thank you so much to process with that i mean it just even what you said you know i feel like that can easily be related so much life you know that metaphor of just you know having waiting for that moment you know but even it's, it's after the moment too yeah and, you know how you are on the way to something and then yeah. maybe that moment comes and then how are you going to feel after it you yeah know? and so it's it's almost like you know for me it's like finding that balance between when I'm on the way to something how I can also find great movement and things to look forward to even before that moment and, right and how that to even after that moment to still have you know more things that I'm fueled up on too yes yes yeah, yeah. bigger picture you yeah. know rather than the nitty-gritty we all get yeah. tripped up on the on the nitty-gritty sometimes yeah. yeah my one of my favorite people and one of the strongest people I've ever met her name's Kat that I work with at FSY she's incredible if you're ever at FSY please take her classes mm-hmm. um she always says, go make some waves mm-hmm. at the end of her classes. Because that's what it is. It's waves. It's, it's never a straight line. It's never, you're never on top of the roller coaster. Mm-hmm. It goes up and down and it goes all around. <laughs> yeah. You know, and if you better just hop on and mm-hmm. like have fun. You better yeah. put your hands up and let it happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no brake pads on mm-hmm. the roller coaster. That's what I like to think of. Like, you, you, it never stops. Yeah. No, you have, you definitely have to keep riding that roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if you don't, I feel like, you know, so much stuff around us kind of pushes us to ride it. 
you know, mm. even if we're afraid about starting something, even if we're afraid about a moment that may come up or a moment of something, even if it's like a moment, um, you know, from the past, it's all about, you know, just keep going. But mm. even if you feel like you can't go, there's so much that actually ends up pushing us to go. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much stuff that I feel like in my life, if I have, you know, been nervous about starting something mm-hmm. or nervous about getting into something, everything in my life is almost completely aligned for me to start it. Yes. Or, you know, there's so many people around me that end up pushing me to start things. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, you know, this is supposed to happen. Yes. And supposed to happen. Yeah. Right. And I, I have to also shout you out because one of, and this is something that I always try to address with people is when I'm talking about mad moves is it mad moves. It sounds bad. It sounds strong, like bad in a good way. I say bad is in a good way. I say gross <laughs> is a good thing. I say nasty is a good thing. Like, so just, just so we're speaking my language here. Um, I, I really try to tell people that mad moves, it's not all about the stuff that keeps you strong and powerful. Mm-hmm. It's this, it's that vulnerability to feel weak and to mm-hmm. feel sad sometimes and to mm-hmm. feel, sometimes I feel defeated. All the, I mean, all the time I feel defeated. You know, today mm-hmm. in my tread workout, I felt defeated. Mm-hmm. I didn't stop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had I had energy around me to tell me to keep going. I had strength within me that told me to keep going because I practice that strength. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't just doesn't just pop up in our lives. You have to practice that strength. Mm-hmm. But something that I really try to inf- like instill in people's head is a mad move is also to sit and sit with that that healing and sit with that sit with that shade is mm-hmm. what you say. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's the sun can be out, but we we have to find that shade and the mad move is to embrace what you need to keep going. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be different than what you need and what they need and what she needs. You know, and that's why it is so important to protect your peace and walk walk your path authentically because that's your mad move. It's it's your path. Yeah, absolutely. And so so for you, um, you know, taking it back a little, um, if you could explain, not explain, but you know, go into exactly a little bit of where you were from, you know, your upbringing. Mm. Like, how was that for you? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, people always give me the question, were you an army brat? (laughs) No, I wasn't, but I did move a lot. I've moved probably like 12 times in my life, and I've moved every year for like the past six years. We're moving again. I'm so excited. (laughs) You guys, Shaden and I are getting a four-bedroom house. Oh, my God, my best friend and the entire world is moving here. Okay, sorry. Anyway, um, so much to look forward to when Shaden's in your life. I love you. But... My upbringing, yeah, I've moved around a lot um, due to family reasons. I'm actually, um, as Mad Moves is getting ready for its launch this summer, I'm creating a lot of content for it right now. And uh, something I'm working on right now is a project that has to do with my upbringing. Um, I say that I've moved a lot just because it's built my character. I've seen a lot of places. I've been in the heat. I've been in the cold. I've been in a small city, I've been in a huge city, I've been in a small town where everybody knows everybody, and I know I lived in a town where, you know, you didn't know anyone, but um, overall, it, yeah, it built my character, and my family ended up separating in the middle of my life, like probably when I was 13, 
And that's when I started taking dance seriously. You know, I, I had dance to fall back on and to pour my emotions into, to pour my heartbreak, my confusion, my frustration. Mm-hmm. Again, movement is what got me through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I believe in Mad Moves because I know that Mad Moves is going to be a place where we just get through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, together. Mm-hmm. And the people that I've met in my life have also built me. It's, it's the people. So this project I'm working on is with somebody that has been a rock to my life ever since I've I've moved here and who has shared so much with me that has opened up so much of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking like layers upon layers upon layers. Mm-hmm. And what it has to do with my childhood is that it's the total opposite of what my childhood was. It's um, a lot of unlearning and un- unleashing mm-hmm. and breaking down and getting rid of to build and to reblock and to re re-still, reinstill. So I I grew up in a very conservative, religious, straightforward thinking family, you know, and when it's when you don't fit, it's it's hard. You know, I'm only saying it was hard because I didn't fit. I'm not saying anything was wrong with it. You know, I'm just saying I didn't fit. Um but I tried because it's my family, you know, and they got me to where I am today. And this this project I'm working on has to do with the guilt that I've carried because I'm no longer that person that my family raised me to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's called Guilt by Gay. So mm-hmm. I'm building a video video that kind of portrays a character that comes out unre- unleashing her sexuality, her thoughts, her dreams, her perceptions and that's clouded with this cloud of fear and hate and just like almost just grossness yeah in this case it's not good (laughs) grossness she's clouded and but she has this this guide that has been so powerful to her that has shown her you know what she's shown her a different path you know and like because we do get so stuck on one that and it's a beautiful thing when something comes in your life and just takes your hand and is like Mm -hmm. look at this you know so that's what who this person has been for me and I'm so excited to create it because it's like my whole everything I'm feeling you know portrayed into one art and movement but also it's a reflection of like who who I've built in, in myself like my family yes has gotten me here today but I, and I wouldn't be here today without them with every state that I moved I I used to cry kick down doors I used to fight with my parents and my sisters and my sister sorry I one sister um, and but it's but man I couldn't imagine my life any other way any other way yeah yeah that's so beautiful thank and, you and so you know how you said that you're you're working on unlearning things. Mm-hmm. That is that is such a big thing. Um, what do you feel like like one of those things are that you're trying to work on unlearning? If there's one yeah. that you want to share. I always say that Pittsburgh was my favorite city to live in because it's when I went to college when I was eighteen, and that's when I found my heart's potential to love anybody like no matter what their size gender 
anything, ethnicity, whatever it was. And I guess the thing that I'm trying to unlearn is that that's not okay. That I, that, that this, I'm trying to learn that this is my truth and that just because it's different than somebody or different than what you're familiar to doesn't mean you're wrong. So I'm trying to unlearn the guilt and the fear of what it has to offer. I'm trying to let, I'm trying to unlearn the, you can't learn, you can't be this way because this is what I want, what they want for me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to unlearn that my opinion is not valid. So I'm trying to unlearn that, you know, that my opinion isn't valid enough. That is so... Yeah, especially, you know, validation, and, and that is such a big one. Validation, because mm-hmm. that's all I wanted, especially being a dancer. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I see for, I mean, the only way you feel like you're succeeding sometimes in dance is by, by validation, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like I've, I've spent a lot of years like that. But there comes a point where I'm like, holy crap, I'm 22, and I get to validate things for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. We set the bar. We can set the pace mm-hmm. for what we do today, what we do tomorrow, and how we spend our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think by now we know what we want. Yes. Yeah. I think by now it's it's clear, and every day it becomes clearer yeah. if you really let it. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. And so, um, so taking it back a little bit to... Um, when you when you were moving around a lot, do you feel like you had one place that that stuck out the most and felt like home for you? Hmm. I have my favorite parts about everything, and it's funny because every state was so different just because my family was at a different place each time with our relationship as a family. Um I mean, Pittsburgh doesn't count because I wasn't with my family, but definitely. Well, uh, you know, if we want to expand it a little, we yeah. can go there, you know. Yeah. that's the place. Well, know. I said Pittsburgh just because yeah. it went, what I talked about with I found my own potential as, a, as my own person. Mm-hmm. You know, I found my own wings, and I that's found my nice. own heart, and I found my own. I, fe- I just felt like I found, oh, that's Madison's brain. That's my heart. Mm-hmm. That is my body. This is my soul. Like, okay, that was great, but. Other than that, I think it's, I go back to, like, Louisiana, where mm-hmm. I lived on a bayou, and I, you know, I was a kid, I was naive to everything. I mean, like, alligators used to pop up in my backyard, and, like, my sister and I got along because we were young and, you know, and didn't know each other like that. Like, <laughs> you know, we didn't know how to get to each other as much, and we had these huge bedrooms and beautiful sunlight. I had two big closet doors. Like, I was living the dream as a kid. And in the South, everything is so fun. I don't know if anyone's ever been to, like, LSU and stuff like that. Like, I've seen it all, done it all. I was just a kid, you know, like, running around with my parents. But, mm-hmm. and I remember my dad used to take me to the softball field to be like, you're going to be a softball player. Like, look, look at this. And I'd be like, yes. And then I thought I was going to be a golden girl and, you know, all this stuff. But... Um, yeah, Louisiana was cool. Just a different, it's just a different life down there. And then in Tennessee was so special too, because our family built our own house and I'll never forget doing that. Yeah. Beautiful. Building your own houses. That's awesome. That's so cool. And then, so you fast forward a little and, and now you're, 
kind of spreading your wings and that is going to Point Park in yes. Pittsburgh. Yes. And so, I mean, how, how was that whole experience? Yeah. Know, doing the college experience and I could I could talk about Point Park for probably ages, <laughs> but yeah, when I got my bachelor's in dance, I did a three-year program, so I was in and out. I did online summer school just to get in and out. I was like, I know what I want. I'm moving. I was like, I'm moving across the country, West Coast, Best Coast. I have my eye on the prize, and here I am. But um, I, yeah, I would wake up, take ballet every day at 8 a.m., go to jazz, go to tap, musical theater, go to auditions. You'd be in rehearsals till 10 p.m. You'd be in class from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m., and then you'd go to rehearsal from 6.30 to 10. Mm. That was our life. And then we'd put on shows, and I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. And on the weekends, we'd hop on the buses and go to auditions, and it's made me who I am today. And it's, it's, it definitely had its downfalls. You know, it's, I did have, um, like a huge obsession with fitness and, and nutrition for a, a while. And as a 19 year old who is trying to get through college, trying to, you know, work through their sexuality, trying to work through, you know, who they are and where they want to go after college, it's like trying to hook onto these, like, obsessions of fitness and food while being active all the time can become a lot and it became very mentally straining and you know I wasn't taking care of my mental health as much as my physical health and that's that's honest but that's like everyone no one's perfect you know I had somebody reach out to me yesterday about how they admired my relationship with food in college and I was like it was nothing you wanted it you, you thought it was nothing because that's all they saw on my Instagram was how much healthy shit I was eating and how much I was working out how many calories I burned on my Apple watch like they obsessed over it just like I did and I was like you don't want that relationship I had with it yeah you think it was perfect and I'm but I'm I'm here now guess what and I'm so happy you're coming to me now and not then like mm-hmm. how great you know like she might not have been coming for you know what was real but she came at the right time for sure and i'm so, and i get so happy when people like that reach out to me and that's why i've loved living in so many places i hear from people in louisiana <laughs> i hear from people everywhere so yeah. yeah that's that's actually totally something i want to even ask about because honestly one of the greatest things i know i've expressed this so many times but you know, living with you and Chelsea, it's it blows me away and makes me feel so great to live with people that care so much about that stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, you lead such a very healthy life, you know, with, with what you put in your body mm-hmm. and, you know, you know, how much movement you do throughout the day, you know. Um, but do you feel like you're at a healthy place now? With mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, yeah. outside of you. Looks, Healthiest yeah. I've ever been. Yeah. Healthiest I've ever been. But it took a lot. It took a long time. It took mm-hmm. me going from level 100 to level zero to find mm-hmm. that 50. Like, yeah. to yeah. find that 50-50 of, like, why am I doing this? How am I doing it? And, again, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Because it, the second it becomes for anything but yourself, it becomes a chore. And then it's just destruction to me. Like I, you should never feel like you have to do anything with your life. Mm. You should want to do things with your life. If I want to drink a green smoothie, I should love that green smoothie. If I want to eat a chocolate bar, I should eat that chocolate bar and know how I'm going to feel if I want to go work out after that. Mm -hmm. Consequences, everything has consequences to it. And I think that 
once we put value on those things, things become clearer and it's easier to make decisions. Just put a value on it and if it means something to you, you should do it. You know, and the moment that you do it, like I used to do it, you know, say to lose weight. Okay, I lost weight, what now? You gotta sustain that weight. But I'm thinking about it too much. So it's gonna go up and down and all around. But instead if I just assess every day like it's a new one and appreciate and address food for what it is, it, it, it became a lot simpler. So now I, I, I love coming home and cooking my veggies after my workout and it's like, it, it feels like second nature to me because it's what I want. Mm-hmm. But I went through a lot to find that and I think you have your whole life to find a lifestyle that you love. Yeah. We, we're never we're, we're not we're not running out of time you're not going anywhere unless you know you you think that you're failing but you're not mm-hmm. you're yeah. not mm-hmm. that's so beautifully said mm-hmm. wow. we should talk about us I know how we met yes how did we meet <laughs> I know how we met <laughs> <laughs> I was like is she asking me that right now no. No. Shaden and I's love story. Yes. I know you want to hear it. It was love at first sight. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Life is beautiful. Las mm-hmm. Vegas, Nevada, on a sunny Sunday afternoon. Sunday. Post Malone was on stage. He was singing. I was wearing a butterfly suit. I was. Shaden comes running in the crowd, and our eyes meet, <gasps> and it was love at first sight. <laughs> Yeah, we actually, we had a mutual friend who introduced us, and ever since then, it's been like, oh, you're going to this event, I'm going to this event, you're going to this event, I'm going to see you there, see you there, and it's like, you don't even know why you get so excited to see mm-hmm. each other, but we did, yeah. and it was, it's because the energy just, it, it, it matches. It does. It, it, it matches, and it, and it soared, it soared yeah. from day one, Ooh. like, and we went from life is beautiful jamming to every morning in our own kitchen. <laughs> A year later, we're in our own kitchen doing what we did when we met. Like, and every single day is, like, every single day is beautiful, especially with us three. We're Mm -hmm. always setting the bar. Someone sets the bar Mm -hmm. continuously, and we keep climbing the ladder together. And it's like, it's it's always going to be us three, you know? Like, Chelsea goes, we go. I mean, we literally all three quit our jobs at the same time. We did. Like, it was one after the other after the other. And the next move was made after the other after the other after the other. I climb, you climb. And it's, we're like the triple threats. Really. I I feel like it's so encouraging to have you guys as friends. And, you know, Mm -hmm. even you, like, you, whether it was when I first met you or, you know, just even to this day, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you you come into a room and it's just like, yes, mm. you know, like I feel like anyone who meets you, you have this, it's such a great effect to just be like authentically yourself around you. Mm-hmm. Like you make people feel so comfortable, so abil- like, able to almost like connect with that part of them that, you know, they wish that they could just be without mm. holding back. <laughs> great. And so. Mad moves. Like huge mad move. And, you know, just always, always laughing. You know, there's, there's always something mm-hmm. there, you know. Thank you. And so I think I've always just craved that for myself and the fact yeah. that you're telling me this makes me feel like I'm 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 living what I want to be living in. <laughs> I'm living in a world I want to be living in and I'm so yeah. happy that I can give that for you and many many people. Mm-hmm. I think we all crave that and mm-hmm. then, and I'm sorry if you've never felt that. Yeah. You know, I feel sorry for people who've never felt comfortable enough cuz that's my biggest fear is once you walk into my space, it's 
it's a safe zone, you know, and mm. that's that's how we build with each other. And so is that when we feel safe. Yeah. And even like going into, you know, the the relationship that me, you and Chelsea have, mm-hmm. you know, that is that is so so special. It's very know? dynamic. It's yeah. very dynamic and I've never seen something work in odds like that, like three. Yeah. You know, it's like, because we're all this, we're this, this source, you know, we have our, mm-hmm. our sun, star, and moon necklaces. It's like, we're our own source of energy that just collide together in a sky, you know, and just shine and thrive. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have people like that in your life, you can never expect to, to be who you want to be because we're not alone in this world. You know, I have people telling me all the time, I feel so alone. I feel so alone. I feel so alone. We all do. But the more you can find things and people to confine in, you know, like the things exist. Don't turn off your vision just because your heart feels turned off. Yeah. You know, you keep your eyes open. Your heart doesn't have to be open, but your eyes do, you know, and because the, there's, there's always stuff to see. And I wrote this poem the other day, not the other day, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um, with Vent, who is a company I work with, um, oh, it said something about, now I see who is looking and who is really seeing. You know, like it's, it's very evident, you know, who cares about you and who doesn't. And who, you know, what's, what benefits you and what hurts you. Like, yeah, so that was something that really um, opened up my eyes when I wrote that the other day. So it's, it's like what I was saying, if you don't have people like, you know, my Chelsea and Shaden or your me and Chelsea, like it's, you you should be able to lean on some some people at some point mm-hmm. to help yeah. you get by. You really should. Yeah. I, I feel like the, the biggest thing that I always think of is, you know, you and Chelsea, I feel like you guys represent two very important parts of myself. And you guys both help me grow in those two ways, whether, you know, Chelsea helps me grow a bit more, you know, I guess that's actually hard because you guys both help me grow in even those ways separately, you know, it's whether it's like being more eccentric Mm. or, you know, like working on the parts of myself to just show up as who I am. You help out with that so Mm. much, you know, just being who I am and not holding back as much Mm -hmm. and just you know, enjoying the present moment of life and, you know, laughing about it, things, you know. And, you know, Chelsea, she really helps me in those times when I am digging deep Mm -hmm. to just see things more rationally or, you know, to to look at them maybe not as hard, but also in some ways think about them completely differently. Mm -hmm. You know, of like, well, what about this? And I'm like, ooh, I would have never thought about that. And she pops up like that. Yeah, and it's and it's so it's so healthy, you know. Yes. Whether it's like, like if I if I leave a room for you guys, or if we're done hanging out, there's yeah. always something I have gotten out of that to be <laughs> like, oh, I either need to probably work on this a little bit, oh my god, or I'm so happy I worked on that and it showed up that way. Yes. <laughs> so it's it's truly it's so beautiful. It's it's such a such a great blessing to have you guys in my life. So. It's so funny. I always would tell people, like when Chelsea and I lived together, um, just her and I would tell her, like, I'm the nice parent that you come to when you're in trouble, and she's the one that you don't go to when you're in trouble because she's like the, 
the realist like she's like the no this is actually how it is or like if you need like if the kids need help with the homework Chelsea's Chelsea's doing that you know we're not together like that but it's like it's she's like the I got you and I'm like the sympathetic like your your heart let me help you like like I'm like the emotional one and she's just such a hardcore badass realist like she can separate facts from the feeling and be like this is what you need to do and I'm like you're right like and she'll look at me in the face like Madison I don't think that's necessary and I'm like okay yes ma'am yes ma'am and you really need to hear that you do really need to hear that like like, all of us need to hear that of like oh you shouldn't you shouldn't do that or maybe or maybe what about this constructive criticism I love I love constructive criticism I I feel like that is the best way for me to grow and and I find myself in those times when I am really really being myself that you know I actually like getting constructive criticism too from that yeah you know whatever way it may be um Mm -hmm. I feel like that's such a great thing to hear how the things that you're doing either may affect others or how you know just everything about constructive everything about it yeah I, I think it's great I know I used to for a while just through dance I feel like the only way I learned was through constructive criticism Mm -hmm. and you know that harsh language of I used to have professors yelling in my face and you know like I I I like the pressure Mm -hmm. you know I like that pressure to it keeps me keeps me that flame under my butt so but yeah constructive criticism definitely got me gotten brought me here so Yeah. And I and I think, you know, even thinking more in constructive criticism, I think that for a while I almost relied on that from people in order to kind of figure mm-hmm. out who I was. Mm. You know, if I when I when That's I was still deep. yeah. Like when I when I was still trying to figure out what my views on were things on, on things were or how I felt about something or you know, just any situation that it may be, big or small, um, I always wanted to ask people what they thought about it. Or, you know, what could I have done differently in that time? And, and I feel like for the longest time, I feel like that really did help me get to this point where I'm at today to be like, okay, that I, I, think, I, I think I have a really good idea now. Mm-hmm. You know, if I, if I were to get constructive criticism, it, you know, it would, I would react very differently than I would then mm-hmm. just because I was very curious then. Now mm-hmm. I feel like I'm very sure about the things that I would ask for constructive criticism on right another thing I was thinking of you know you had just done a really really cool podcast with Mm -hmm. a friend of yours and and something that really amazed me I don't know if I'm if I'm saying this right but you know when you had got done you know it had a very like you know chill vibe you said someone had said that you seemed very relaxed on it and you Mm -hmm. said what if that's how I am oh yeah yeah so that's another okay I'm gonna go off here <laughs> go off so something that else that inspired my project guilt by gay that I'm working on was is inspired by the idea of like I'm perceived differently by so many people in so many different ways and I'm tired of it mm-hmm. I think everyone that knows me should know me as who I am authentically and and who I know I am I want you to know me the way I know me you know, you know, not everyone's going to know me, but understand or get the gist. You know, whatever idea you have, it, it should match accordingly, you know. And I'm talking, like, very surface level, like, not 
you can have your own opinion of me, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so okay, I had like an old coworker tell me like, oh, I didn't even like, that didn't sound like you. Like, that's not Madison. Like, mm-hmm. like I, they were like, I liked it, but it just wasn't Madison. I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, what if it is? <laughs> like, that was, that was me. I was, I was on the thing and I'm, there's no auto tune on that sucker. Like, um, but it's just, it's so funny because, and I realized reflecting back on that, I was like, that's cause I act different around him. That's cause I act, I can, I don't, I don't feel like I can be myself around him. And I was like, I hate that. Why am I worried about that? Okay. So no more of that. Mm-hmm. Like I, there's no reason that I should be tripping over people's image of me. So instead, why not make it more clear? You know, make my image more clear for people to see and understand, and then they can take it. And then I don't have to be tripping. At least they know. At least it's the truth. Yeah. So that was a big thing for me of, of why I'm creating this. You know, I'm, I'm tired of being the, oh, Madison's the this in their life, but Madison's this in their life. Mm-hmm. I think at this point in my life, everyone deserves to know me for me. And then if you like it, take it. If you don't, leave it. Yeah, beautiful. So, um, so before we close off, is mm-hmm. is there anything else that we maybe didn't touch, or maybe that we did touch, but you want to go back to at mm. all? Anything else that we can know about Madison? About me? <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think what I'm going through right now was the perfect time for me to land here on this podcast with you mm-hmm. to talk to talk about it on shady side I think it's the most comfortable and inspiring space to let out whatever you're existing in and just exist in it so I'm grateful and I'm inspired and I hope that people you know remain in shady side and keep making mad moves man <laughs> Yes. I hope that's what people do. And I know that's what we're going to inspire people to do. And I know that's all we can do. So kudos to us. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Yes, kudos to us. And, and thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Madison, for giving us some of your time. Oh, thank you, Shaden. Thank you, Shady Side. Yeah. Thank you for this space, this opportunity. Thank you. Okay. And we are signing up. Peace. Bye.